Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Senapitaratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we will get started. Today I have Tivana, cool kind of tea that I would never buy myself, um, <laughs> from a dear friend. And it has like pineapple and mango chunks. It's like a beach tea. Oh, it smells so delightful. And I have a shortbread cookie and walnuts because I have two snacks today. We are living large. Let's get real. So I am going through the Bible this year as much as I can. And so we'll see how it goes. I kind of did the math the other day and wish I had not done the math because I need to pick up my pace if I want to finish the whole Bible. But that's okay. I'm going to do this and it's working pretty well right now doing a couple chapters every day. And I was listening to Exodus. And you know, Exodus is such an interesting book when you kind of get through it. I am one of those people that love Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Those are some of my favorite books of the Bible. I know, I'm kind of probably one of the only people. Um, But I love those books of the Bible. There are so many interesting nuggets and tidbits and fun things that happen in those books. And really, Exodus is also one of those that there are just so, it's almost can be overwhelming with how many things you can learn from the book of Exodus. Like you look at the nation of Israel and Moses and their story is kind of unreal sometimes when you're listening to it. And when you've heard it since you were a kid or you've been, you know, a Christian for a long time and you know, you've heard all these stories, it kind of just become natural, right? It just kind of become like, yeah, of course, like that's totally what happened. And you never really question it, except when you're in Jenny's brain. Um, <laughs> and so I am listening to where Moses is hearing from God about manna. So now if you don't know what manna is, neither do I. There we go. Like, I kind of listened to it today. Not today. I listened to it and it was very different than I really have ever thought. I've always kind of thought like manna was like bread that was put on the ground. Like God just put out like loaves of bread in plastic and you got to choose however many loaves of bread your family would eat that day. Um, (laughs) You know, because that's how my brain worked. You know, you put it in there as a six-year-old that there's Wonder Bread on the stoop outside that God brings to your door and you just never change it and quail. And so I'm thinking about this and I'm like, you know, how difficult. We give the Israelites such a really hard time for all their complaining and grumbling and, you know, they're uncontent and they just, they never are happy with what's happening. And, you know, God brought them through the Red Sea and he got them out of slavery and they're like, bring us back. We're going to die in the desert. (laughs) And we are so hard on them. And I started thinking about manna and how they got the supply for that day in the morning and then it went bad. You never got to keep it. You never got to store it except for on the Sabbath. And then you got to have two days worth and nothing showed up the next day. And really how difficult that would be to have the faith that it would happen every single day, especially at the beginning, that you would be like, Oh, is it going to happen tomorrow? Like we had enough today, but will we have enough tomorrow? I don't know. For me, that would be really hard. I'm so um, 
if you're going to buy one can, you might as well buy two kind of a person. My mother, when you have dinner over, have guests over to the house, you know that there's five people. So you make sure that there's at least 10 pork chops because not everybody's going to eat two, but you need to make sure everybody can have two. Like it's all about the excess, right? Especially when it comes to food. It's all about making sure you have what you need. When we run out of peanut butter, and all of a sudden, my husband's like, I'm scraping the bottom of the peanut butter. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, isn't there another one in there? Oh, no, I failed. I am not a good mom. You know, <laughs> and here are the Israelites living day by day and their food spoils if they don't use it. And what a terrifically difficult place to be. And as I was thinking and pondering on that, like I normally do, because it just kind of stuck with me how... We, as Americans especially, live in extreme excess. And I don't have a lot of faith when it comes to certain things. You know, I've also, when I was a little kid or I don't know, maybe a teenager, someone talked about faith being like driving. And you have faith that the other car is going to stay in that lane. You don't always flinch when a car is coming straight at you except when you have a teen driver and then you are always flinching. Um, <laughs> I love you, Sam. You're really doing a great job. But, you know, you just never know. Uh, but that is faith. That's faith that they are going to obey the traffic laws and they're going to stay on their side and they're going to take their turn at the stoplight. And when that doesn't happen, there's a collision, right? And so here are the Israelites living day by day, and here's Jenny. I know if I were an Israelite, and I'm so grateful that God had me born in the 21st century or the 20th century, I suppose I was born in, anyway, that I'm living in the 21st century, that God gave me this time because I would definitely be the person that forgot to collect extra for the Sabbath. Because I'd be like, oh, wait, isn't it Wednesday? I thought it was Wednesday. Oh, you're, you're telling me it's not Wednesday? Oh, no, this isn't good. Um... <laughs> I would be a total mess like because I'm so bad. I have a calendar. We have more calendars than any people should have up in their home. I know most people are like just using Google calendars. We have physical calendars all over the house because I am so bad at like, what day is it? What are we doing? Every morning, my husband is so good. Every morning he moves the little magnetic um, sticker on our calendar so I can come out and I come out and I get my water and I you know start the day and I'm having breakfast and I can look up and go oh it is Thursday today because the magnet has been moved to Thursday when the magnet doesn't get moved oh we're in trouble like Jenny has no idea what's going on when I don't have time to sit down and have breakfast I don't know what day it is so I would be one of those poor people um <laughs> In the Israelite camp going, well, guys, I thought it was Wednesday. It's not. So we're all going to go hungry. You know, it's, it's fine. It's fasting. We're going to be okay, people. <laughs> so anyway, as I was thinking about this, um, God brought something really tangible to my mind. He reminded me of when I used to have my full-time job. And my full-time job was salaried. So you knew that no matter what happened, the money would show up in the bank. Like I didn't worry about it. I was never stressed about whether we got our paycheck. I was never like, oh, I wonder if it came or, I mean, some people are like that, but I never did. You know, 
I actually never looked at my pay stubs until the very end of the year when I got my like W-2 and I was like, oh, this is how much money I made. I never worried about it. Money just came. And then God changed my life, right? God was like, hey, Jen, you know what? I'm going to have you not have a salary anymore. (laughs) And which is perfectly fine, but you're like, okay, Lord, so what are we going to do? Now, if you have not heard the podcast before or don't really know much about Kevin and I, we have a ministry called Christ Connection, and our ministry is mostly based on support from people and churches around the country. That is how we get paid. If we get enough money that month, we get our salary. If we don't, which has actually never happened, the Lord has been very gracious, we don't get our salary. That's just kind of the way we have it set up. And so you are living every day, not sure what's going to happen. And God was like, I send you manna, Jenny. And I was like, you kind of do. Because when you go to the mailbox or you go to your email and you see that someone has donated or someone has sent a check, you're like, oh, wow, we can eat today. (laughs) And it is a day by day reminder of God's provision. And yes, I am super grateful for those who support us and give to us on a consistent basis. There are a lot of people that we sometimes don't even know that will send a check to us or do an online donation. And we're like, wow, it's so amazing how God uses so many people to bring manna into our lives. And really, that's what the Israelites were living like. It was a day-by-day trusting in the Lord. And it is some days really easy and some days really hard. You know, it kind of matters on where you go with your head. And I just wanted to come before you this week and say, hey, guys, what is the manna in your life? And if there is no specific manna that you have to depend on the Lord day-by-day, Is there a step of faith that you need to be taking that really say, Lord, I need to depend on you more. I know that when I was um, when I would be driving with my daughter because I drove her to school most days, I would be we would talk a lot about finances and how things were going financially and, you know, (laughs) those kind of things. And I'm like, but sweetie, we have a paycheck and God supplies all of our needs through my job. And I think God really does that a lot. Like he will provide your needs through your job, whether it's hourly or salaried or side hustle or whatever you have going on. You know, God will supply your needs through that. And then he took that source away from our lives. And I realized at a brand new level that God really does supply our needs. Like without God prompting people and um, putting us on their hearts, we would have um, no manna. And I am so grateful for the Lord's provision in my life. And that is a constant reminder that I need to go back to him and say, Lord, it is yours. What do you want me to do with it? This is your money. This is your house. This is your everything, really. What do you want me to do with it? I am trying to be a good steward of his money and his time and his talents that he has given me. And so what manna do you have? What things are you completely dependent on the Lord for that if it doesn't show up, there's no other source for it, right? Um, I am so 
wonderfully grateful that there are so many manas in my life because I know without God, I have no peace. It is a day by day grace that he gives me to give me peace in the midst of our chaotic world, right? It is not something that is tangible. It's not something that I can bring to myself. It is not something that I can meditate to. It is not something that I can even describe. When God's peace is in my life, it is in my life and it's irreplaceable. It's my manna. And so this week, as we are walking out our lives, I pray that you just take some time and say, Lord, what do I depend on you for? And I'm going to be grateful for that. And maybe I'm going to find something else that I need to be dependent on you because the Lord is faithful. There is never a record that I could find. Now, I'm not a Bible scholar, but that I could find that the Israelites did not have food um, other than maybe a mistake by someone who forgot to pick up the food because they thought it was Wednesday. Um, And that's not even in the Bible anyway. (laughs) But the manna came for 40 years until they came to the promised land. It was there the entire time they needed it. There was never a, oh, you know what? God decided to see if you really cared moment. You know, (laughs) he was waiting to see if you noticed this was happening. And when they would complain, he would send quail or he would like the amazing things that God did for them. If you read through that time period, 40 years, the Lord supplied without missing. How much more could God do for your family? We are talking an entire nation of millions of people that God supplied for every single day. And he was their provider and they depended on him. And what a scary yet fun adventure that we still talk about thousands of years later. We still go, wow, that was a miracle. I want that in my life. I want people to see what God has done. I want them to know God's working miracles in my life and in my family. And he is my source. And that's a scary place, guys. Really a very scary place for God to be your source, for God to be your financial source, for God to be your um, spiritual source, for God to be your emotional source, like the source of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all come from the Holy Spirit, which is God. All of everything that you are comes from the Lord. And that we need to be grateful for that. (laughs) And we need to realize that God does not change. And he continues to supply. Um, Even when we're screwing up and we... um, aren't doing everything we need to do, God will still send that peace. God still takes care of our finances on a daily basis. And he is so good to take care of his people. And guess what? We're his people. And I'm so grateful for that. Well, that is all I have for you this week. I really pray that you will find that God is your source. God is your source of stability in the midst of the chaos that you're walking through, that you would find his peace and his stability, that he would become your rock. Because really, when you get there, it's life changing. And when you get there, you have to remember, you have to stay there. And it is a daily 
sometimes minute by minute reminder that God is that rock and he's that provider. Well, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram at Real Life with Jenny. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info's there. Follow, like, subscribe, even maybe rate this podcast if you would. I would love that. Um, that would be amazing. Let us start digging deep into the source that is the Lord as we move along in 2023. I just hope that you are not satisfied with where you are in life and that you are going to continue to grow and be more grateful the things that the Lord is providing. Because I really believe that the more you dig into the Lord and snuggle up into him and say, Lord, I want you to be my source. He will, you will see things that you've never seen before that he's providing, the miracles that he's doing in your life, and the new things that he'll also be doing. You all have a great week.